So maybe you were wondering whether or not being an insurance consultant is for you. Well, today in this episode, I'm going to be giving you a couple of different factors to take into consideration. Look, I know that many of you are insurance agents. That's okay. This might not necessarily be for you. What I'm focused on in regards to the insurance consultant is somebody who wants to take it a step further to actually sit on the insurance buyer side of the table. And this can work for individual insurance agents who are sort of maybe in the process or transition of getting out of insurance, or even for small insurance agencies, even insurance agency owner. In fact, a number of insurance agency owners have already signed up to become insurance consultants in their state with me. So I want you to take these things into consideration as in this episode, I'm going to explain a little bit about the two types of consulting options you might have if you actually decided to become a consultant, how much you could potentially make and how transitioning into a consultant doesn't have to be just like that. It can be a process that's over the course of time. If you're interested in that, pay attention, listen up because this is going to be for you. What's up, Permission Nation? My name is Charles Specht, and I teach insurance agents how to quote less, win more often, and build a $1 million or more book of business through signed broker of record letters. Whether you're a brand new producer just starting out, or you've been grinding it out year after year, you're in the right place to learn how to grow your book. I teach insurance producers my step-by-step 12X framework that helps you get the incumbent agent fired and you hired. After all, why waste time quoting when you can win with one signature? If you're looking for a proven system to help you 12X your book of business, then visit my website at www.12x.club to see how it's done. Otherwise, kick back, turn up the volume, and remember, quoting is for the week. This is the Millionaire Insurance Producer Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Millionaire Insurance Producer Podcast. My name is Charles Specht. I am your host, and I am glad you are here. First, let me begin with a little bit of a disclaimer, okay? So a week or so ago, I published a podcast episode called How to Become an Insurance Consultant. I tried to give some of the basic information about what it would be like to become an insurance consultant. And Um, There was a lot of, frankly, just a whole lot of good, positive response to that. In fact, I created a link on my website, one of my websites, go to constructiverisk.com. And in the top navigation, you're going to see opportunity, how to become an independent insurance consultant. Click that, and it's going to give you a few different videos about what it actually is, what it entails, what can you expect to earn, all those kind of things about it. And frankly, I've actually been pretty happy with the positive response. I have signed up a number of insurance people to become consultants in their individual states, uh, people both on the retail side of the business, as well as even ENS people, surplus lines brokers who are making that transition away from that, even into insurance consulting. And a number have even signed up who are sort of small agency owners. And frankly, I think that the opportunity here is great for a small agency owner, not trying to get out of the insurance business overall. I need you to understand that this is something that is different and it can actually be done the same, but really it needs to be done 
um, either one or the other on the individual transaction. In other words, you can't be selling insurance policies to an in-person or a business that you're also trying to serve as an insurance consultant. However, you know, as well as I do, that there are lots of accounts out there where the, uh, the opportunity for you to become the agent just isn't there. And you might be better suited to serve them as a consultant. You might not have the right carriers. The, uh, the relationship with the current agent might be too good, whatever it is. Or maybe, frankly, you might not even be um, licensed in the state as an insurance agent to place business on the accounts that maybe you might work as a consultant in some other states. Um, you don't have the appointments in those states in which to do that, but you can do it as a consultant. So there are a lot of options here. But at the same time, I need to put a little bit of parenthesis around this. I need to put an asterisk here because even though I'm talking to lots of different agents about this, I need to also say that this isn't for everybody. And it's specifically not for any insurance agent who is employed by one of my current insurance agency retainer clients. So for you guys know that I actually do a lot of work and I love working with insurance agents and brokers, teaching them how to sell and to win broker of record letters, which that's what we're actually doing on the consulting side as well. I'm not just going out to market. I'm actually bringing in an agent to take over the policies by BOR, but I am not going to be offering this consulting to anybody who is a current employee of one of my agency uh, consulting clients or agency retainer clients rather. Um, it is not available for them. I know who my client is. I am loyal to my client. And you know what? Not going to have any conversations with that person. So again, this isn't for everybody. And it's certainly not for anybody who is employed by one of my agency retainer clients. With that said, this is for a lot of people. This is for a lot of people. And there are a lot of ways in which this can be done. It can be done where you're just simply trying to go all in right off the bat and just sort of like go all in. Great. If that's you, perfect. This could be really good. You can actually do really, really well. And as I have said before, I will continue to say it again. You can make a hundred to $350,000 a year doing what I'm doing here as an independent insurance consultant. I do believe that from the bottom of my heart, it is not too hard. And frankly, that's even in a soft market or a regular market in which we're going into a hard market. It's going to be so much easier to get, to get new clients because you're not an insurance agent in this process. You're an insurance consultant. You're not actually competing against lots of other consultants to try and get into the business. No, you're a completely different advisor. You are 100% unbiased, and you're not just another insurance agent who's giving them a call to try and offer quotes and so forth. We are different. We are on this side of the table, which is the insurance buyer side of the table, not the other side of the table, which is the salesperson side of the table. It's different. But in this particular episode, I want to talk to you about a couple of different things. If you, By the way, if you haven't listened to or watched on YouTube the video or the podcast episode from a, from a week or so ago, which was titled How to Become an Insurance Consultant, I invite you to go back to that. Listen to it. I'm going to kind of give you the gist of it. In this episode, however, I want to talk about two main things. And particularly, the first one has to do with what kind of a prospecting model could you have if you were an independent consultant? Okay, so there are what I would consider two main ways to do this. And I guess, again, there's lots of different consultants out there. I focus on the insurance renewal process for a commercial buyer. That's where I'm focused. This is both property and casualty and employee health benefits. Okay, so consulting on both sides of that. I'll speak to you just from the property and casualty side because that's kind of like my background is what I know. But even from a consulting standpoint, there are two primary ways in which I have set up my consulting practice 
And I feel that it would be a really good process for you to set up your consulting process. How I do mine today tends to be a little bit different than how I did this when I started as an insurance consultant some 13 years ago. Okay. When I started as an insurance consultant some 13 years ago, I typically started out by getting a clients, I would say that were anywhere between a thousand and twenty five hundred dollars that they would pay me a fee to be their insurance consultant, but I actually never spoke to any of their brokers. I didn't actually um, interview them. In fact, none of the agents or brokers ever actually knew that I was behind the scenes talking to the insurance buyer. So the insurance buyer paid me my fee, and I would give that insurance buyer, the insured, some advice. Do this, don't do this, tell the brokers you want this, ask the brokers which carriers are going to go to, you figure out who you're going to give what carriers to, don't overlap, uh, make sure everybody's kind of you know quoting on the same stuff. Uh, that kind of thing. I explained to them how to actually renegotiate once they receive quotes in, but I actually never had to go through and look at proposals. I didn't look at quotes. That wasn't what I was hired for, and that wasn't in my scope of services in my contract with the insured. And so I would probably work, I would say maybe an hour to two hours max, because a lot of it was just done by email. Send this email, say this, all that kind of stuff. I didn't really have to talk to the insured all that much. And so I was making a thousand to twenty five hundred bucks on the account, helping the insured through the renewal process, and I was really only spending about an hour to two hours on it. It was actually just very, very profitable. And in fact, I would say probably for the first three or four years of my consulting practice, that's how I did it. Lots and lots of different accounts like that, and it actually worked really good. I mean, it's kind of a, just a, a fun way in which to do it. But then I started to figure out that when I began working with a lot of these bigger accounts, they were looking for more of a little bit more handholding. Okay. So with regards to these first accounts that were say a thousand to $2,500, these were typically business owners that were paying somewhere, I would say 30 grand of of total combined premium on the low end on property and casualty up to about a hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Um, it was still enough where they were willing to pay because they wanted that unbiased advice. They wanted the peace of mind. And it wasn't a large amount of money up front. And frankly, even the, the amount of savings that they would get still offset whatever that actual fee was. Uh, so it wasn't even a me- an issue of the, the type of an account, the policies that came up. I mean, frankly, I was even working with some fairly savvy business owners who were large developers and you know, their premiums weren't huge because of the way they set up, but they just wanted to have somebody explain the process to them because none of these business owners are in the insurance business. And so they don't know how to do it. They don't know what they're looking for. They don't know how to negotiate. They don't know how to lower their costs. They don't know how to choose agents and so forth. So because the price point was very low to get into it, to get this unbiased advice, they were willing to, to hire me to do that. And so Frankly, I just had a fair number of accounts because there's just a lot of business, a lot of business owners out there that are paying thirty to hundred thousand dollars for all their PNC policies combined. Kind of a no-brainer after all is said and done. That is the first approach. Now, who might that work for? Well, I would tell you that this could work for a number of different ways. One, certainly this could be a beginning approach if you decide to start trying out consulting, kind of dip your toe a little bit into the water. This is what I would consider like the easiest money that could be done, right? Uh, that you could earn while doing this. They're not talking about huge accounts here. And there's so many of them that you could actually do this just locally, even in your own area. You can do it outside of your area, across the state, in other states, however you want to do it, but it actually works very well. What I also see is that this is likely going to be the model 
that many of these consultants who I'm actually signing up now, and so have signed up a number of them, that's going to be the model that they go with first because they might still be as an insurance agent, but they're trying to get out of the agency side. They're trying to go into business for consulting. This actually allows them to do this sort of behind the scenes so that nobody really even, you know, in the, in part of the renewal process, other agents and so forth, like they're not even knowing that you're a part of this process. It gives you a chance to really serve these insurance buyers in an unbiased way that helps them to really lower their costs, understand what they're getting. You get paid for it. And frankly, it's almost like you're anonymous out there in the business community as far as the insurance business is concerned. So frankly, I would say a very large number of the consultants who are coming on are going to choose that model initially, probably for the first year, a year or so, in order to kind of establish their business before they make the full transition out of selling insurance into more of just a consulting role. And by the way, can I just say that essentially what the insurance agent is, is similar to an insurance consultant. It's just that the consultant's not placing business. We're still providing the same sort of advice. It's just that the problem for the insurance broker, the agent, is that on your side of the table, the insured can't trust you. They literally can't trust you. And frankly, you might be a great agent. You might be a great broker, but you don't have access to all the carriers. And at the end of the day, I know that you have to take care of your agency and you have to take care of your underwriters and you have to make sure that you're placing you know, premium with certain carriers in order to maintain your profit sharing. And look, I know that some agencies don't do this, but I also know that there are plenty of other agencies that pressure their producers to place business with certain carriers so that they can get their profit sharing and their contingency. Look, I'm not saying any of that is bad or anything like that. I'm just saying, I just know because of how that works, your desires will never be fully squared with the insureds, period. If there's a commission attached to it, if there's some other compensation on the backside in which the agency is getting paid, you have to maintain those relationships with underwriters. You can't move business away. Otherwise, you're going to lose those appointments. All of those things require that you're not going to have necessarily the insured's best interests in mind. So there's a lot of similarities between what agents and brokers do compared to insurance consultants. It's just that we as consultants, I don't have to worry about who, I don't have to worry about uh, being appointed with carriers because I'm not appointed with carriers. I don't have to worry about having services set up because the agents have to do that. I don't have to worry about premium placement, all that, because I literally have nothing to do with that. I'm a consultant. I provide advice. I'm providing advice on the same stuff. It's just that I'm unbiased. Whereas even though you might be a great person, a wonderful person, very ethical, it's just that the way the insurance industry is set up, unfortunately, it's that the insured then can't fully trust you. And how do I know this to be the case? It's that probably, as I said before, about 40% of my clients who hire me as a consultant, they don't even want to change their agent necessarily. They just want to find out if their agent's actually doing a good job, giving them a good deal, whatever it is. They, it might be their you know, brother-in-law who's the agent, and they don't know if they should trust their brother-in-law after all is said and done. So look, it's just that they don't trust you. They can't. And it's not because you're bad. It's just because that's how the insurance industry is set up, unfortunately. That's how it's been set up for the last few hundred years. And so it's not going to change anytime any soon for agents and brokers. But for those who are coming in consulting side, I actually feel that first sort of business model is going to work extremely well for consultants. So 
if you're an insurance agent out there who's like trying to figure out how to get out of the rat race, if you will, and really become more of a consultative consultant, someone who's providing advice that's going to be taken seriously and not just competing with lots of other agents and maybe losing business because you don't have access to this particular insurance carrier over here who's just you know deciding right now to be very competitive or you don't have another service over here that maybe another agent has or your marketing department's kind of messed up or whatever it is. You don't have to worry about that. If you are trying to sort of transition out, I actually feel that that first business model is going to be really effective for you. And so I want you to consider it. If you think that maybe this could even be remotely interesting to you, again, go to constructiverisk.com. At the top of the website, certainly in the navigation bar, there's going to be a link that says opportunity, how to become an insurance consultant. Click that. It's going to show you a few videos about what the process is, and I think you're going to like it. Are you a local insurance agent struggling to find markets for your clients? Look no further than Nationwide Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business. So don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. That's nbsbrokerage.com. And by the way, tell them Charles sent you. Okay. Now, the second business model is what I transitioned into over the course of time. So I guess if I was to look back 13 years ago when I first started, probably about, we'll just call it 80% of my clients fit that first business model. Because 13 years ago, I was still trying to figure out how this works. I mean, I didn't know anybody else who was a consultant. I'm like, is this even a thing? Like, can I do this? How would I do it? What would my script be like? What is my differentiation? What is my value? What is the ultimate outcome? And, you know, it took me a little while to kind of figure out how to say it and what to say and how to get the insurance buyer to see that I'm different than an insurance agent, all of that. And so I would say around 80% of my clients fit into that step, sort of first business model, the smaller kind of behind the scenes business model. And maybe 20% of my clients were I was forward facing, maybe a much higher price point, uh, maybe even on retainer. But over the course of time, as I began to realize like how this works, what my value is and so forth, I just started working on some bigger accounts. I had bigger accounts start to reach out to me. Word of mouth got around, which is a beautiful thing. By the way, getting referrals as an insurance consultant is, is so easy. It's so easy. You're not competing against other agents. They've already got an agent. You're different. So if one plumbing subcontractor is getting like really good advice from you, they're going to refer you into the concrete contractor and the GC and the fencing guy and a furniture store owner over here, anybody that they know, because you're not competing with anybody. You're on their side of the table. It just works really good. So over the course of time, I started to make that transition into the second business model, which is more of an agency retainer, okay? Where um, I'm on retainer, rather an annual retainer uh, amount where an insured pays me a certain amount to be on retainer with them over the course of the year. These tend to be accounts that I would say on average are paying about $100,000. Let's just call it $500,000 a year, okay? $100,000 to $500,000. And frankly, the average is probably around one hundred fifty dollars to $250,000 because frankly, that's a pretty big, you know, decent size property and casualty account in the United States of America. But um, let's just call it one hundred dollars to $500,000, okay? That kind of an account wants a little bit more than just some free advice behind the scenes. 
they want to be able to, to talk to you and to email you whenever they've got a problem. Um, they might have multiple policies that renew over the course of the year. They might have a lot of other things that come up, and so they have more questions. And so they might be looking for something a little bit different. And that's where the agency model comes into play. The agency model is where I'm a little bit more forward-facing. I actually interview the current agent, the incumbent, to find out what they have, what they don't have, what markets they have access to. I want to find out the quality of their submission and what are the, the goals, expectations for the upcoming renewal, and so forth. I'm finding out, you know, is this a good agent, a bad agent? What's their servicing team look like? Are they really giving the insured their best effort forward? What are they doing on the you know, renewal, are they just putting together sort of a bare bones submission, sending it out to the marketplace, or are they really kind of looking at the account and it's important to them? I just want to know those things. I then, if I know that there are other agents out there who are, you know, representing certain insurance carriers, maybe the incumbent doesn't have, I bring those in. Um, I'm actually then forward facing as, and this is usually how my contracts are set up with those type of, of, of accounts is that I come on and I am contracted as their offsite risk manager their offsite risk manager. So I am being hired, contracted as an independent consultant, but I am the offsite risk manager that works on their account over the course of the year. Okay. Those types of accounts on average, they pay me more. I'm usually making around $7,500 up to, I'd say around 20 grand per year on those particular accounts based upon the, the premium size and what I'm being asked to do. And frankly, how many policies they have that come up over the course of the year. I mean, if all of their policies are in one policy renewal, that's a whole lot easier than if they're, you know, their GL and their comp and their employee benefits all renew at different times of the year. So it just kind of depends. But I would say at, over the course of time, my model has switched to that where it's just a whole lot easier for me to, you know, make $10,000 on an account rather than trying to get, you know, $10,000 accounts. It's just not that I can't do those small things anymore. It's just that I'm not really kind of focused on prospecting those anymore. Um, so frankly, I'm going to be trying to force uh, or, or give those rather over to the other insurance consultants in the various states when I'm contacted by these various business owners. And so that's really kind of where then when a consultant comes on, they have that proprietary exclusivity in their territory, their state. You know, if I've got an agent in, you know, Florida or Illinois or California, when these business owners you know, want to hire me to do these things and I don't want to have it or I don't have time for it, it's just not a good fit for what I'm doing, I'm forwarding those then to the insurance consultants in those areas, right? And so it just makes a whole lot more sense. I would just kind of prefer to do it that way based upon how this is set up. So there's those two business models, I think, that are going to work for consultants. There's sort of that lower price point, $1,000 to $2,500. You're behind the scenes. The insurance industry doesn't even know that you're out there. No agents know that you're out there. You're just kind of you know working with the insurance buyer, providing some confidential advice behind the scenes, and you're helping them actually like save money, save time, and get peace of mind. It's a beautiful thing. Then there's the other business model, which has a higher price point of fee going after some of the larger accounts that are paying you more, and you've, they're on retainer with you every single month, every single year. It really is kind of a beautiful business model. You can do either or. You can do both. It just works out very, very good. Okay. So those are, I think, are the two sort of business models that would work really, really well for any of the consultants who want to come into my constructive risk network as a consultant. The other issue here, and I just kind of mentioned it briefly, but frankly, this works really good for anybody that's got some insurance background. By the way, I, like 
if you don't understand insurance really yet, you're not going to qualify for my constructive risk network. Like you have to have been in the insurance business for a little while. You have to know how insurance works. You have to understand the basics of the renewal process and so forth. I mean, you can't really help somebody if you yourself don't even really have the expertise. So I mean, if you haven't, if you just got in the business, this isn't going to be a good fit for you. And, you know, unfortunately I've had to say that to some people, but it is what it is. You know, I want to bring on the right consultants. I want to bring on the best consultants. And Frankie, you got to have, you know, have some experience under your belt in order to really do this job. But it works for insurance agents. It works for carrier people, sales reps, underwriters, claims people. Um, I even was talking this morning with a risk manager who worked for a very large corporation and wants to do this to get away from being sort of an, a, an employed risk manager for a large corporation and wants to become an insurance consultant going forward. There's so many different types of people and their personalities and their work experience that would be a really good fit for this. In fact, I even brought on an ENS broker last week who's trying to transfer out of the ENS side, even in more into the, doing more of just the insurance consulting. Because frankly, it's just a good business model after all is said and done. So lots of different agents, and frankly, even with those agents who are trying to transition and do it a little bit more behind the scenes anonymously, this would be a really good fit for you. The other aspect then, and I mentioned it, is that the insurance agent owner, excuse me, the uh, insurance agency owners who might have a sort of a small mom and pop shop agency, or maybe even sort of a, a smaller agency, this could be a really good fit for you going forward. I really think so. And there's a lot of insurance agency owners who aren't trying to quote unquote sell insurance anymore. They're trying to sort of be behind the scenes and bring in other producers. This could be perfect for you actually then becoming an insurance consultant and doing this across you know the United States of America. So I just want to tell you, I'm bringing on some people who are like that because frankly, it just works for what we're trying to accomplish. So I feel like if you're a small agency owner, maybe even sort of a small to medium-sized agency owner, this could be a really good addition to what you have going on at your agency. The only requirement that I have for each of my consultants, and this is part of like the agreement, is that you will never serve as a consultant for an account in which you're also placing a policy, period. There has to be that line in the sand that we don't ever cross. And I mean, we don't ever cross it. If you are providing consulting on that account, you won't ever even place a property policy, an auto policy, whatever. We're not writing it because we are a consultant based upon that. So that's kind of that line of, you know, line in the sand in which we are a consultant and or an insurance agent. But frankly, if you're doing that, there's, there's really no reason why you can't be bringing in several hundred thousand dollars a year just as the insurance consultant on this providing even some behind the scenes advice. I mean, look at, even if you were an agency owner who wanted to do that and just provide advice behind the scenes on stuff really that, you know, you're never going to get even as an insurance agent, this is a really good business model for you. Okay. So I, inv I invite you again, go back to constructiverisk.com. Look for that link that says opportunity, how to become an insurance consultant. This isn't for everybody. It's literally not for everybody, but it might be something that would work really well for you. Okay. Now, again, disclaimer, if you're an insurance agent who works for one of my current insurance um, agency retainer clients, this isn't for you, period. But if you're not, reach out. Now, I want to tell you about phase two. Phase two. Because phase one is bringing in 
these insurance consultants under my constructive risk network. And again, I'm assigning proprietary exclusivity for your states. Right now, I'm not looking to bring on any more than three per state. Now, some of the states, depending upon like the size of them, California, Texas, you know, some of these others, maybe bring in just like a couple of more, but for right now, we're cutting it off at, at three. The goal isn't to like have a ton of consultants out there, at least like for the first year or two, right? We just want to have very sort of exclusivity. This is phase one, getting this set up, my constructive risk network. Phase two is where insurance agencies will come in and they're going to be part of my 12X network. The 12X network is for insurance agencies that want to actually place the business for these accounts in which my consultants are working on. These insurance agencies are going to be niche focused in the certain areas in which I'm creating micro niches around the country. Like I've got about 50,000 email addresses for construction companies right now across the United States. Okay. I got about 50,000. It's been building it for the, over the course of a number of years now. And so we're emailing out, emailing out, but we've got these consultants, right? And so what we need to do as consultants is that we need to be able to bring in the right insurance agents and agencies who understand the insured's business and who understand how to service the account. And so what we're doing, and the consultants don't have to do this, but it just makes more sense if they can go to their clients and say, look, I've got access now to a network of insurance agencies around the country who have a specialization in plumbing subcontractors, and they truly understand plumbing subcontractors. They've got the right markets that just your average agent doesn't have any longer. So it is an extra arrow inside their quiver. The goal then is that we're br- I'm going to be bringing in insurance agencies in each of the states. Again, very exclusive. We're not bringing in everybody. We're just going to be focused on a number of agencies that have some desire to write certain industries, certain classes of business, and there's no commission split here. You write the policy, you keep 100%. That's it. It's going to cost a little bit of money to get into the network, but once you're in, you're in. That's your geographic exclusivity. You write the policies. The consultants don't make any commission off of you. I don't make any commission off of you. You write the policies for the client. You keep 100% of the commission as you normally would. I'm just trying to bring the best consultants to bring in the right insurance buyers and pair them with the best insurance brokers out there. Why? Because it just makes sense. I can't stand the way that the insurance business is set up right now. It is not set up for people's success. It's not, uh, see, I'm, I'm, I'm on my soapbox right now. It is not set up for an insurance agent's success, and I don't like that. It's not set up for the insurance buyer's success, and I don't like that. I don't know who it's really set up for, but it's not set up for who it's supposed to be set up for, which is why. I'm transitioning and disrupting the insurance business going forward. Yes, I'm keeping it small to begin with, but I'll tell you this, my goal is that in the next 10 years, we're going to completely revolutionize the entire insurance industry, period. Period. That's the goal. I want more consultants who are on the insurance buyer side of the table. And I want the best agents writing the business, not mediocre agents. I'm an advocate for the agent broker. I was an insurance broker for 10 years. I sold insurance. I know how hard it is. I know how hard it is. 
I know the positives and negatives and so forth. I also know that there are plenty of times in which I didn't win the business, but I was the better broker. We had better services. It's just that the insurance buyer didn't understand it, couldn't grasp it, couldn't see the difference. Whatever it was, I want to be an advocate for the agent broker. That's why I've got a podcast called the Millionaire Insurance Producer Podcast, because what I want to do is bring in these agents who specialize and just have them take over the policies by BOR, not quote. I don't want to bring in agents to quote. You know that I don't like quoting. Quoting is for the weak. Quoting is for the weak. Quoting is throwing mud against the wall to see what sticks. I don't want you to quote as an insurance agent, and I refuse to go through just a normal quoting process as a consultant because it doesn't help anyone. It doesn't help the underwriter. It doesn't help the agent. It doesn't help the insured. It is a broken model. The insurance industry, the way that it's set up, selling, marketing, branding, selling these policies, placing these policies, is a broken system. It's not set up for success, either for the insurance buyer or the agent broker. And I'm trying to fix that. So focused on phase one right now, bringing in these insurance consultants. And when I bring in enough, I'm cutting it off. I'm cutting it off. I hope it's you. I hope you come in. I'd love for you to be a part of it. And if not, no harm, no foul. That's okay. We take your clients. That's too bad. You'll get over it. We will too. But this is phase one, insurance consultants. Phase two will be bringing in the right insurance agencies. Now, I'm just about to close this up. I'm not opening up phase two yet. I'm probably going to open up phase two in the fourth quarter of this year, the beginning of next year. However, I've already got people reaching out to me. In fact, I did a Zoom call with a very solid agency in California today that will likely be the first agency that I bring on. They said they're ready, ready to pay the amount of money to get into it because they understand the value of it here. And if that's you, feel free to reach out to me. Charles at permissionsales.com. Reach out to me, Charles at permissionsales.com. If you feel your agency would be a perfect fit for phase two, if you want to be a part of that in your state for phase two, where we just bring you in and you BOR the policies, for the commercial PNC and the commercial um, em- employee health benefits policies, medical benefits, yep, reach out because I'm looking for the better of the best. And if you want to be the best of the best that's even out there in your given space and your territory and what we're going to focus on in our individual micro niches and we bring you in and you just take over the policies by BOR, this could be a beautiful, beautiful thing for you and your agency. The choice is yours. What are you going to do about it? My name is Charles Specht. I am the president and CEO of Permission Network, where I teach and train insurance agents just like you how to build a $1 million or more book of business through signed broker of record letters. This is the Millionaire Insurance Producer Podcast. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is to, to fix a problem. The first thing you got to do is you got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do. 
because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, at Virtual Intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial, but you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.